Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, October the 30th, and my mission as your MLA is to serve you, the people of Cumberland North. I'm an independent MLA, meaning I'm here to serve you. Today's update begins on another sad note. Today we are grieving the loss of a man who was larger than life. A Cape Bretoner who came here to Cumberland County uh, close to 30 years ago. Dr. Brian Ferguson practiced medicine with his wife, Dr. Salina White, here in the town of Amherst, serving the people of Cumberland County in ways that we rarely see. He was a doctor that you could go to and feel very confident in his diagnosis and in his treatment plan. And he always, uh, for years, made that extra effort for his patients. And I know that there will be many, many, many stories being shared today and over the weeks to come, uh, positive stories about how he helped and served so many people in our community. And the very first time, I wanted to share a little bit about Dr. Ferguson today and my relationship with him. He, uh, he loved politics. He absolutely loved talking politics and would call me regularly, often at about 11 o'clock at night, to uh, share his ideas and uh, talk about some of the issues that were happening around health care. And back in the day, the very first time that I met Dr. Ferguson was when I was 21 years old, and it was on my wedding day. My husband and I uh, got married here in the town of Amherst. Our reception was at the Wandlin Inn. And Dr. Ferguson's brother, Darren Ferguson, who's also a physician, he was one of my husband's groomsmen. Well, my husband and I discovered partway through the day that we could not find my birth control. And we were going on a honeymoon, and this was a concern. So Darren Ferguson called up his brother, Dr. Brian Ferguson, and asked for a favor. And Dr. Brian Ferguson showed up at my wedding reception with some birth control pills for me, <laughs> for my husband and I, to be able to go off into our honeymoon with no worries. And that was the very first time that I met Dr. Brian Ferguson. And then many years later, in 1997, my husband and I were living in Wisconsin, and my husband received a phone call from Dr. Brian Ferguson, letting us know that there was a physician leaving Amherst and that there was an opening here. There was a Dr. Thomas who was here in Amherst and he was, he was leaving and wanted to let my husband know if we wanted to come back to Cumberland County, of course, this is where I grew up, that there was an opening. And long story short, here we are. My, my husband and I moved back here in 1997 after receiving that phone call from Dr. Brian Ferguson. And then for uh, many years after that, we um, stayed in close contact. He often was giving me political advice. We did not always agree on everything, and but we did always agree on putting the patient first and patients' families. And that is one area that I had so much respect for Dr. Brian Ferguson in that he fought for his patients. He fought for health care here in this county. And we will make sure that we find a way in this community to honor him and honor the service that he gave to the people of this area. And so today we mourn and I, uh, we grieve the loss of this physician to our community. And I know many of you uh, did continue to see him as a physician 
either in the emergency department at Spring Hill All Saints Hospital or the emergency department at Pugwash North Cumberland Memorial Hospital. And I know many of you are are worried right now about what is going to happen uh, for you and those emergency departments. And I will be certainly asking a lot of questions of the Houston government of what are the plans and ensure that the people here have their concerns heard by the Houston government. The funeral plans for Dr. Brian Ferguson have not been made public yet, and as soon as they are, I'll be sure to share that information on my social media page on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So I will give you an update, a legislative update of my work in the Nova Scotia legislature. It's a very, very busy time. It's it's really hard to explain. Uh, what it's like. It's just an incredible environment. But basically, I've been in the legislature the last two weeks. Uh, Last week, the hours uh, every night were until midnight. You may recall the spring session of the Nova Scotia legislature was similar. And, And the reason for this is the Houston government do not want to be in the legislature. Every day that we're in the legislature, there's a question period, and they're being asked questions around how the government is being run. And bottom line is, they don't want anyone to be able to have the opportunity to ask questions. So their goal is to get in and out of the Nova Scotia legislative sittings as fast as possible. And our job in opposition is to try to ask the questions on your behalf, on behalf of the taxpayers, and try to have a government that is transparent, a government that is accountable. And we are in the legislature to create legislation and laws and policy for the people of Nova Scotia. And my job is to ensure that your voices are heard, the people of Cumberland North and surrounding area. And that is exactly what I'm doing along with my other MLA colleagues there. In opposition, we are trying to hold the government to account. We are trying to keep the government in the Nova Scotia legislature uh, more than two weeks. It's simply not enough. We have the shortest legislative sittings in the entire country of Canada. I had the library do some research on that last year and we absolutely have the least number of sitting days in the entire country. Most other provinces, the MLAs, the elected provincial or territorial representatives go to their respective legislatures and they're there for two to four months in the spring and two to four months in the fall. Here in Nova Scotia, two weeks. It's just honestly ridiculous and I believe I've said this before and I will say it again I believe if if our us as MLAs sat in the legislature for a longer period of time we would have better legislation better laws in this province which would result in better regulations and better policies and then that in turn would create improvements in the government services such as health care so I will continue to be your voice. I'm talking a lot about healthcare, specifically around the need for failing physicians, the need for psychiatrists, the need for paramedics, for ambulances to be available when 911 is called. And just again this weekend, there were no ambulances available in all of Cumberland County. I was contacted by someone confidentially to say that, yes, someone had a medical emergency and they had to wait three hours for an ambulance. I'm hoping that this person survived. And it's not right. It's absolutely not right. There are changes that need to happen in our emergency ambulance system. That is one of the pieces of legislation, one of the bills that I tabled two weeks ago 
what were some suggestions to the government on how to improve our provincial ambulance service. And I believe one of the ways of improving that is taking it out of the hands of the private sector because be, they're clearly not able to get the job done. So right now our provincial government contracts emergency ambulance services, uh, the paramedics, they contract that to a private company called Medivy Blue Cross and they are supposed to ensure that there are emergency ambulances available at a time of a medical emergency. And we know that it, there's been problems now for a few years and it's continuing and it's getting worse. So we changes are needed. Now I'm going to tell you something else that I found out last week and I believe it's a conflict. Uh, a couple of us brought it up in the legislature last week. Actually the leader of the NDP brought it up in question period and I brought it up in debate. And that is our, our Premier is invited to go to Toronto in the fall, this fall, to speak at a dinner. And the dinner is $1,000 a table uh, for this dinner. And he's going to talk about innovation in healthcare. And the major sponsors for this dinner are two companies that our, our government are doing business with. These two companies are two private companies that our government, the Houston government, are doing business with. Medibi Blue Cross, the company who's responsible for our paramedics, for our emergency ambulance services, and then another private company called TELUS Health, who our government recently is involved. I don't have a copy of the contract, but I do know that there's a services available now through TELUS Health for, for our province for counseling services. So these two private companies are sponsoring, the major sponsors, for our premier to go to Toronto to speak at this dinner, $1,000 a table. So I believe that's a conflict. So as we sit back here in Nova Scotia and continue to have no ambulances available in times of medical emergencies, and we wonder why this government is not holding the private company Medivy Blue Cross accountable, there is a little bit of a red flag when they're sponsoring the premier to go speak at dinners in Toronto. So these are things that need to be looked at. These are things that need to be questioned. And we need to make improvements in our emergency ambulance services. So I did table a bill suggesting that it be removed out of the private sector, be brought back to government, and our paramedics become employees of the province, and that their wages be equitable with the rest of the paramedics across the country of Canada and that they deserve a pension with benefits that take into account the work that they do. And that means the work around trauma, PTSD, and making sure that they have access to health care to support those. My update today is going to be fairly short just because I am on my way to Halifax. The legislative session is in today. It's 4 p.m. until midnight and we don't normally sit on Mondays. Uh, Monday is supposed to be a day that I can be, that all MLAs can be in their constituency to meet with constituents and I do have meetings uh, Monday morning and uh, going into the afternoon but then have to get myself to Halifax for four o'clock and again, we're sitting until midnight tonight. So my update is going to be short today, but uh, I will be e sending out an email uh, over the next couple of days with an update on the bills that I've tabled uh, over the last week, as well as question period and member statements that I've done. And I will continue to communicate to you through email, through Facebook. And next week, my update for CFTA will be much longer. 
So I would like to extend birthday and anniversary greetings to anyone who may be celebrating this week. And I want to do a special shout out to Ann Keddy. Ann Keddy's birthday is today, Monday, October the 30th. I love Ann. Uh, she's retired from Nova Scotia Health and retired from the Department of Education. She worked there before Nova Scotia Health for several years. And thankfully, Ann agreed to work uh, for me, which means she's working for you uh, one day a week, uh, and she helps me with my communications. So a big shout out to Ann Ketty, who's celebrating a birthday today. I would also like to send my sympathies to anyone who may have lost a loved one recently. I've already mentioned the family and friends and community of Dr. Brian Ferguson. I'd also like to make mention of William or Bill Steele. Uh, please accept my condolences to him and his family, as well as William or Bill Hope and Marcella Sarah Landry. If anyone else has lost a loved one at this time, please accept my sympathies. Thank you to CFTA 107.9, Mr. Ron Bickle and Mr. James Hand and all of those that volunteer and work at CFTA and thank you for your community service. My office remains open at the Amherst site at 5 Ratchford Street, Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30. If you need anything, please reach out. Dan Gould is my constituency assistant and is here to serve you. The office phone number is 902-661-2288. My email address is elizabeth.smith-mccrossan at novascotia.ca. Right now, Dan is helping people every day fill out the senior care grants as well as heating assistant rebate forms. If you need any help or have any questions, please reach out to my office. Again, the phone number is 902-661-2288. I know many people are struggling with affordability and as the winter weather comes, having enough money to heat your home, buy your food, and cover your costs of rent and home, home costs are a real concern. So please reach out and see if you're eligible for either Senior Care Grant or Heating Assistant Rebate Form. Have a great week. Please try to take care of yourselves, body, mind, and spirit. Try to get some exercise. Try to eat healthy as much as you possibly can. And always look for ways to serve others. I have always said I believe that true joy and happiness comes from a life of service. Take care of yourselves and take care of others and have a great week.